Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good. good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you call us to be with you. And here we are. We thank you, Father, that you always have a place for us and you always give us attention to hear everything that we have to say. And it is you who quicken us, you who bring us to you, so that when we open our hearts, we receive from you. And when you touch our lives, it cannot be the same again. It must change. We thank you, Father, for the joy and peace that you pour into our lives that keeps us focused for the gift, the measure of faith that you give each of us. So that when we hold on to that faith, when we declare that faith, we confess it, believe in our hearts and we confess, then we must receive. What we have believed, we must receive. That same peace and joy, Father, from where all of this comes out. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that are Christians and do not know you and those that do not want to know you. Let their hearts be quickened to receive from you, Father, that their steps might be turned to you, that they might see the light and the truth shall set them free. So as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our Father, who is the great I Am, the creator of the universe, the one who has loved us with an everlasting love, he is our strong tower, our shield, and our source of strength, of life. Abba. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who gave himself his blood for us, so that a new covenant might be established that saves us. Through him is our salvation. He is the door, the way. He is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification, purification, and our redemption. It is through him that we are enriched in all utterance and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the same one through which Jesus was successfully able to run his ministry. He gives that same spirit to us now. So that when this spirit gives life to our mortal body, the spirit of the living God, the breath of the Father, we are raised up, we are quickened, we are made anew. We can never go back to the same, the same old ways of sin and failure. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your son, your spirit. We thank you that you have given us the gifts, all the spiritual gifts in the heavenlies. You make them available to us so that when we are ready for them, they are administered to us. And we ask for that quickening, Lord, in our spirit, that every such gift can be manifest in our life so that we are able to live that life of abundance and march on our way to dominion. That was your plan for us when you first created us. We thank you, Jesus. And as we get into today's revelation, Lord, I cover and I seek every word that we speak and pray during this session by the precious blood of Jesus. 
I hope each one is enjoying this series on the seven spiritual laws, the power laws so far. And just to recap, the first law was the law of beginnings where everything new in your life starts with a word from God. The second was the law of the seed. The seed knows what to do. And the third one today is law number three, that is the law of the sower. Jesus spoke about it in a parable. And that sower or farmer that he refers to is a spiritual warrior. One who undertakes intercession for others as well. The one who is an evangelist. The person who ministers the word and the gospel to others. He or she understands the common demonic assignments Satan uses to steal, kill and destroy. To destroy that rema, the word from the heart of the children of God. And in the interest of time, I won't go into details of those, but I'll just list some of them. Yeah. I'll list five, the common ones, where the first one is division or divide and conquer. The second one is arrogance or pride. The third one is discouragement where people feel incapable and easily give up. The fourth one is self-pity, which comes out of that discouragement when we hold on to it for a long time. You might even say discouragement on steroids. And the fifth one is a slight crossing of moral lines. That is slow and steady corruption so that the person is unsuspecting of their fall until they actually hit the ground. In all of these, he uses tools like wealth and time to turn up the heat either as a motivator or as a form of keeping people busy. But when you notice all of those, they're all focused on the body, the flesh. We cannot attack the spirit. And we often live only in the flesh without even being aware of the spirit. But when you are made aware of his ploy, the ploy that he is using, then following the law of the sower will move you beyond the powers of darkness that steal through that pressure, ill treatment, death, debt. That is financial debt, not bodily debt. I'm talking about wealth. The concept of wealth has all the answers. Money can buy everything. Busyness. Things forbidden. And it launches you mightily into your own harvest. So it's important for us to recognize it. Rise above it. Now let's look at the parable that Jesus used. He used that parable in Matthew 13 from verses 3 to 23. Or even in Mark, it's found again in Mark 4, verses 13 to 20. And his explanation to the disciples is what I'm going to just capture. I'll directly jump to that. I won't read those verses, but I'll directly jump into the explanation he gives. He said unto them, do you not know this parable? How then will you know all parables? The sower sows the word. Now he's gone directly specifically where he says the word is the seed. We saw that in our, our second law yesterday. 
the sower sows the word and these are they now the first kind by the wayside where the word is sown but when they have heard it their minds are not renewed at all that is the seed that fell by the wayside the birds came and ate it up their minds are not renewed at all their faith is not stirred up satan comes immediately and takes away or steals that word that was sown in their hearts the next category of recipients now is he says these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground there are seed that fell on stony ground who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a short time and afterwards when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake immediately they are offended it is these are those that do not read the word or do not want to read the word there are many that attend bible sessions or or prayer groups in multiple places as well but have no connection with the word whatsoever that word that they are receiving then no matter how powerful the preacher this is the going to be the outcome their faith is limited to short term results or healings and that's probably all they really care about only the result there but nothing to do with renewing of mind faith and prayer and a relationship with god and often we find that those healings are short lived and the sickness returns after some time and that too those healings come because of the intercessor or the prayer warrior it is not the person's prayer of faith it was that jump start that actually brought the healing but there was no power in their own battery if you might look at it as that analogy of a car that has failed in its battery the battery is gone as long as things are good they are good but when things become difficult or trying times come now remember here the israelites in the desert they only relied on what moses did for them and the miracles that he worked and those were mighty mighty miracles no other prophet in the entire bible has done those kind of miracles and yet they grumbled in the desert to the people in this category are no different from those israelites and then the third category are those which are sown among thorns such as the ones that hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful they are too busy with their lives or invested in things of the flesh or jesus is just not their priority and this is the category where most believers fall in our commitment to him is shaky at many times because life gets in the way in fact this then there's a fourth category that comes after this the one that fell on fertile ground but if you actually look at it at any given point in our life we are always sitting in one of these four categories in terms of where our faith is 
it is for us when we are making our prayer in that situation to reflect on and see where or what is the condition of my heart where am i in which of these categories that decides whether the word that you are going to speak in your prayer following the second law whether that word will grow and bear fruit or not now moving on lastly he said the fourth category is these are they which are sown on good ground such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit some 30 fold some 60 fold and some a hundred these are the ones that receive the word in faith they want to connect with jesus they are hungry for him they let the word take root in their lives their minds are renewed they start to make changes based on that renewal and they become doers of the word to do according to what it says they keep making changes and amends to their life to come in alignment with that word they speak and they get results they get abundance in their lives they go on to become prayer warriors and they bless others they bear fruit that is results for the kingdom salvations and conversions of souls in varying proportions as well as abundance in their own personal lives when they speak over themselves and it has to be our constant endeavor to continuously try and shift into this fourth category if we do not find ourselves here but we could use this as a mirror to analyze and see what is the condition of the faith in our heart the seed knows what to do it is always good like we reflected yesterday in the end is the condition of our heart this fourth category or not must always be our question now i'd like you to try and join the dots in your own personal prayer, place of prayer the dots between these three laws to understand how it applies to your prayer in your ministry everything new in your life starts with a word a revelation from god that word that revelation is a seed for a new season in your life and that seed knows what to do if you apply it it is pre-programmed and then as you have reflected today you apply that seed you sow it by speaking it in faith and the seed must bear fruit if the condition of our heart is in the right place it must bear its manifestation in the one that receives it if you are praying for someone else but if you are praying over yourself then you will see it in your own self in your own life i hope you are getting this and i believe it is this understanding that helped isaac when we see in genesis 26:12 it is this understanding with which isaac sowed and reaped a hundredfold even though the rest of palestine was dry father in the name of jesus i pray that we understand the application of these laws that we are reflecting on for you give us the keys and when we are able to use these keys we can open doors of abundance 
in our lives, but also in the lives of others. Our prayer becomes more meaningful and effective because we now pray with an understanding of your systems and your laws, your principles that you have given us, whereby when we speak increase, there must be an increase. I ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord, this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, for all the prayers that have been requested on this group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized and all those that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. Those that are battling the COVID disease. We pray for all those families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray for all those that are yoked under any kind of strongholds in their lives. Those that are victims of witchcraft and wizardry as well. For those as well, Father, that are battling financial challenges, joblessness, that are seeking new opportunities to make a new start, where the enemy seeks to keep them busy, poor, and prayerless, and so powerless. We come against all of these in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over each of these, Lord, as well as every member of every family of the Brisbane Prayer Group. And we place them between the horns of your tabernacle, the place that is just before your mercy seat. We plead that advocacy of the blood over their lives in the name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for this life, Lord. For each of these lives. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To protect and keep us safe from harm. From sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking and terrorism. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. especially those members of our family that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they, might, that they might call on your name. And everyone that calls on your name, we know, as your word says, cannot end up in shame. They must be delivered. Father, as we raise our prayer to you and we make this a prayer of agreement in the spirit, when we release our faith, we believe that you hear us, that you always hear us. You have heard us now as well. And this prayer that we release in the spirit, making it a prayer of agreement with each other in accordance with what your word says in Matthew 18, 19, that prayer you will answer. That prayer is definitely manifest as an answer in each of these lives that we have prayed for. We believe in our hearts, Lord, and we open our hearts to receive. Just as your word says in Mark eleven twenty four. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your faith, unmute your mic, take that step in boldness and tell him that you believe because he always honors faith. 
release your faith and let him take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Nara Brasia la Rakoto Nara barada stalara gelarantoro Carabanda Rakata, 
Rakato baba baba raja larante The words that were spoken to me this morning. My sheep know my voice. And I know them. Come back to me with all your heart. The scripture I've been given is from 2 Corinthians 4, 3 to 6. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the likeness of God. For what we, pre for what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants, for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness. 
who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well, and this is from 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14, where it is written, and these are the words of God. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder that if you are enjoying these morning reflections and Brother Savio's reflections as well that he posts on our Telegram group and on Facebook page, please go on to those channels and share them with your friends and with your family, especially ones that you know need to hear that message that will bring transformation in their lives. Share it with those first. Also, a heads up on our Bible study topic for this Friday. The topic is basic kingdom principles for prayer. We will learn the concept of the kingdom and how to pray with that kingdom mindset. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning on our Telegram group, including the program for the evening and times, uh, starting times for different time zones in that message. Please share it with your friends and family Invite many and ensure that at least one person that you are inviting attends this session so that that one life can be transformed that day because of what you did for them. Praise God. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us go forth and be a blessing, applying the spiritual laws that we are given, becoming that spiritual warrior that helps transform other lives in the name and for the glory of Jesus. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.